everybody. It's a new podcast. The podcast where you... What anyway. are you doing? <laughs> Can you just be normal? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to Pillowfort Pub, everybody. I'm Anime Flux, and I'm, as always, I'm joined by my cohorts, Hizak and Renezuo. Hello, hello. 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 And today we have the man, the myth, the legend, Bobby Q. Welcome to the show. Hello. Bob Barbecue. Bob Barbecue. Bob Barbecue. <laughs> Remember to spay and neuter your pets. This is Bob Barbecue. <laughs> you invoking cyber there, huh? Okay. Is anyone old enough to even know that reference? I, I understood that reference. Okay, cool, cool. I, well, I mostly just talk about our audience, but yeah. Yeah. Right, what? I think, show I think we're hosted by the uh, the funny man who's really skinny now for some reason. I think we're all uh, slightly older than the general audience that we have. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of people that are similar to our age, though. We've got a couple who are older than us. I think LG is older. But... Yeah, he's older. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed I can't see Run's face. Oh, I could turn uh... on my camera for you so you can see me. Yeah, I know. Sure. I know how. I know how much you miss sure. me. This is good like content for the listener right now because they could totally see him too. Yeah, yeah. I like your haircut. Right. Oh, it looks so good. There he is. Nice. Cool. <laughs> you don't look like uh, you're freezing your ass off today. Uh, I'm, I've been out here for a while. I've been out here since about six. So been out here about six and a half hours. The heaters have had a chance to do their thing, oh. um, and I basically am now. I've got one right under my desk, so it just blows right onto my onto my sack, you know, just right up, <laughs> right up in here. So Would I'm you... basically sitting like on one side, I'm cold as fuck, but on the front side, it's like it's like Florida, complete with like the moisture up from my my yeah. swamp ass. You getting, you getting the swamp ass basically? Sitting in ball soup right now. Mm. <laughs> God damn it. Mmm delicious yeah maybe we should do maybe we should do would you guys ever want to do a video version of the podcast yeah it, yeah it could be fun isn't, isn't that what the whole vr idea was I'd, eventually I'd Just get to, it was yes you are i'd correct. have to clean up though i'd have to That's clean VTuber. up over here oh a whole podcast of vtubers has that been done yet yes fuck of course melody beat us <laughs> of course melody but, like, beat imagine us. it imagine this we each get our avatar for vr chat and we get a custom like map made for us that is the pub from the splash image that I drew. We just oh! 3D model it and we all hang out in there. I want this. Right. I want this thing I you are describing. Want this. I want this to happen. Are we going to be chibis or are we going to be like our No, real. Our... Regular. You could be no, Nalika. I'm, I'm going to be a I'm going to be a retro me. That's what I'm going to be. Just retro me, just fucked up colors and shit. So it'll still look exactly like you but it'll just have a different color palette. Yeah. Yeah, wow. just different color palette. Just what will very... Mike be? Are you going to be Marion, Mike? I've no. already been asked to be Marion, to be Marion. People have actually asked me that a couple times in the past. They're just Isn't like, it... where's that from? That's cool. I like that. And I'm like, Isn't it going to be unsettling huh? for your voice to be coming out of this cute little elf, though? <laughs> no, it's Dude, funny. You saw the video I... with me in Cyber. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta remember also, like, I think people are used to this, because, like, I mean, how many times do you go into, like, Final Fantasy fourteen or something, and then you get on voice with, with this <laughs> this person who's like, I'm Kawhi, and then they actually start talking, like, hey, I'm Dave. What's <laughs> <So, laughs> up, so, man? I think Ren, uh, camera crashed, or are you still here, Ren? Ren? Oh. 
Give us a sign. Oh, all right. Make a minute uh, marker. A blip, blip, blip. Oh, oh, and oh, he's shit. Gone. <laughs> oh, shit. Man down. Man down. It's all right. It's all right. As long as he's still recording. <laughs> yeah. it's It was just, just Discord. Just you, okay, Discord. so you're still recording we, and everything? We good. We're Discord okay, had a good. bug. I yeah. don't believe you. I don't believe you. But yeah, I want to make that happen. That sounds so fun, the VR thing. But we could do webcams, but uh, I'm not doing face reveal. Oh, you're going to wear the the mask? I'll wear something. Even though my face is out there, I just don't like to do video. Face. You're going to pull a Shad Man? <laughs> his face is nowhere out there, though. Mine is. Except I do have a picture of his face, but everyone denies that it's him. But it's him, for sure. Well. Yeah. Now you're going to get so many emails and messages like, I want to see Show face. No, I will not do that to him. Yeah, that's oh, a... right, right. Before I forget, I remember I was supposed to say that Hizzy hasn't been laid in eighty-four years. <laughs> it's no been one's eighty-four gonna, years. No one's gonna understand that reference, but us. I know. It yeah, it doesn't matter. I, Why'd I, you I, even say it? I said I'd say it. I do what I say. <laughs> so, uh. Let's talk about Mike. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So doing? anybody's like, who the hell is Mike? Barbecue. When we say Mike, that's barbecue. But um, I didn't know we were actually going to use his name. So now I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Accident. It's an, I can't help it. It's okay. Um, yeah, that's my go-to anyway. Hopefully, Mike, that's okay. Right? Well, it's fine by me. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Start <laughs> over. You're like, I it's too late up. now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's out there. Uh, but uh, no, 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 it's fine. Either which way. Most I people mean, online just know me as Bob. Yeah, we've, yeah it that way. we've mentioned you on streams and stuff before. So it's not like this is new information. But Bob, so, Bobby Mike, baby. We tried to record a pod. We've, we've rest for, we have famously referenced this multiple times in other podcasts that we tried to record a podcast with you. In fact, we did record a podcast with you <laughs> yeah. like two or three years ago. It was a banger of a podcast. It was very <laughs> good. And then the footage just fucking shat itself when we tried to export it and put it all together. Yeah. Audacity like pulled a yeah, Audacity pulled a big nope. It was just like, nah, 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 we're not, we're not having this. Yeah. Not gonna record. Yeah. So Sorry, go no, ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to say, remember the one we did with Orange? Mm. Wasn't it like three that? hours long and we lost half of it or something? Yeah, and we had to re-record it like three times. Let me tell you guys, recording the same information the third time, <laughs> it loses yeah. its luster. It does. It was A <laughs> little so bit bad. of the magic is... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> when we're trying to react as if the information's new and we've already said it three times, it's... Uh, mm, it's so bad. It's not great. Kudos to actors, I guess, who can just make it believable. Yeah. But it's okay. It eventually got done and it was still a pretty good podcast, so... Yeah. Um, so, Mike... For the for the person who may be new to the podcast or just isn't in the streams or whatever, who the heck are you? God, um, <laughs> the, man the short, of mystery. The the short form is is that publicly I like to refer to myself as uh, a digital janitor, IT, because <laughs> that's what I do. I, I I I'm not one of those IT people who are just like, yeah, I know everything. Bow before me. No. You're not going to get any of that from me. I'm just like, yeah, I just do the thing and I'm working on the thing in the basement. But uh, uh, the other thing I'm, I'm known for is co-owner of Koopa, Koopa Studios. Uh, 
soon to be coupe and a whole bunch of other things uh, that we've got on the side getting ramped up and then going into production. So to many of you, I am just Bob because I'm just this talking avatar trying <laughs> to get things done. Sweet. So when you say you're the... Oh, you're also a commissioner, big time commissioner. Oh, I was. I don't think I do a big commissioning or anything like that anymore. So I, I dropped that from the list of... Repertoire. Yeah, but people will know you from that too. Right? It's true. Well, I guess you commissioned me back in the day. That's I, how I we met. That is true. That is true, which is an interesting story in and of itself. But yes, that is true. Do you guys you want tell to tell that story? Okay. Well, uh, jump back in the Wayback Machine with me here. Uh, going all the way back to, to like 2012, 2013. And um, I was working with this this other artist going that went by the name of Adelon. Um, he, I had only done a handful of stuff, and he was just like, hey, "Bob, Bob, let's go do this. Hey, Bob, let's go do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, cool. Don't. I'm just playing Final Fantasy 14 and stuff, and commissioning a little bit here, a little bit there, uh, mostly through Hentai Foundry, which in and of itself isn't quite the same. But yeah, we can go into that some other time." And I uh, one day get a message from Adelon. He's just like, Bob, take a look at this artist. And I'm like, okay. He's like, commission her. And I'm like, what? Like, commission her. I was just <laughs> like, I don't know this person. I don't know any of this stuff. And then he does the immediately goes into introductions. And his, he's just like, hey, nice to meet you. And I'm just like, well, okay. Hi. How was my reaction? <laughs> Yeah, you were you were really excited because oh man, I was a because, different person. <laughs> well, this well this was also a fellow artist and uh, that you that you were working with, and and he was just like, yeah, this is a person you should meet. So you're just like, yeah, okay, and you know back 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 when you know you cared about certain people's <laughs> opinions, not so much anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, that's true. you can say that again. Yeah, so I came up with the idea of like, well. Instead of me just commissioning her cold, what if I commission something as a collaborative commission? I pay you both for your participation in the commission. So so everybody is getting compensated rather than one person just doing the work and nothing come back. And and that was just kind of it. Actually, I think I got the piece here somewhere. I mean, I could just throw it up and for you guys if you want to add it as a reference or something yeah. in the podcast later on. I can definitely do that. But... Um, yeah, that was that was how it all got started, um, and then Koopa, of course, famously was basically talked about for many years, but it wasn't really finalized as an idea or the name until it was like a sixteen-hour uh, road trip. His, how long was that trip going from Arizona? Oh, that was uh, long. It was over a couple of days, also. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Think... It was longer than sixteen because I think it takes six. No. It takes at least 16 just to get from Arizona to the Bay Area. Does it? What? And then another 16 wow. probably from the Bay Area to Seattle. I want to say it's only like 12 to 13 to get from uh, maybe where I'm at to uh, Portland, Oregon. And that seems longer. But Idaho is flat. So I, Regardless, uh, <laughs> it was much longer than 16 hours. I went from Flagstaff, Arizona to Las Vegas in like three That's a hours. Short trip. That's a short trip. It's right uh, there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty short. I don't know geography. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> you live in America. <laughs> it's big. It's just big. 
Yeah, it's just yeah, it's okay. over over that way. It's, it's, <laughs> that it's way. Funny. think about it. Think I about think... it. So it's the entire west coast plus a little bit horizontally down the south from Arizona. I, yeah. I think I've I've told this story before, but when I first moved away from Maine, um and I moved out to Colorado, no one knew where Maine was. <laughs> They all thought it was part of Canada. So people would be like, oh, you just moved out here. Where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Maine. And they're like, oh, Canadian. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And like, no, 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 absolutely not. The province so, of Maine. So, <laughs> so I was, uh, and then, so recently, I, I know I, I did tell this story, but I told it to a different group of people. It was when I was playing Halo with all the YouTubers I have no uh, business being in the same room as. And... Uh, <laughs> That that one guy, uh, he does like crank gameplays. His name's wait, Ethan. Wait a minute, you met Ethan? Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. So he's so he's also from Maine. Holy shit, dude! I oh, I'm jealous. I love I love Ethan. Well, you he just said it. He has no business. Yeah, being I have no business being in anywhere near these people. Well, now but you're one is... step removed from Markiplier because yeah. Ethan was half of Unis Honest. So yeah. holy shit. So, okay. So he's from Maine as well. Same fucking experience. I tell that story in the Halo thing, and he's like, "Dude, me too." <laughs> he's like, "No one, <laughs> no one knows where Maine is." So, like, when we're playing stuff, like, we're, we're the two, like, we're the two people from Maine, and when we were doing uh, an Among Us game, we were like, "Oh yeah, the Maine boys are back," and we're, we're like, "We actually won a game together," and so they don't want the the Maine boys together on a team anymore. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's really weird, but it's like I thought it was such a niche story to be like, oh yeah, no one knows where Maine is. I think it's Canada. I think we <laughs> hang out with Eskimos on icebergs, and I tell people about moose polo, and they believe it and shit like that. And Ethan's like, yeah, same, same. <laughs> we all know that you're just trying to flex on us, Ren. And is that it what has I'm nothing doing? to do with Maine? I could do I could do some other main jokes for you if if you need convincing. I'm just joking, dude. It's, take a second to put on my my main accent with the the Pac the Con Harvard. Yeah, no, that's that's Massachusetts. Boston has to has to get a, a little more hickish to be made. <laughs> Still got to have the long A's. My dad talks with the accent, even though he's not from Maine. He's from Massachusetts. But he's lived in he's lived in Maine for so long that he has the accent now. And uh, so <laughs> when when I'm talking to him and he instead of saying yes or uh-huh or you know acknowledging what I'm saying, he does the main thing where he goes, I am I am Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't know why he has the main accent. He never wanted to even live in Maine. <laughs> for, we stepped on Mike's story. Yeah, it's good. It's okay. I'm just like, okay, let's see where this goes. It was the geography tangent, is what it was. Yes. Yeah. So Professor over the Renenzo course of a 16 hour yeah. road that. trip, longer than 16 hour road trip, you guys conceived uh, Koopa? Yeah. We figured it well, out. Well, the name. We, well, we, we had figured out the name. We went through a couple different ideas. I don't remember what the other ideas were, but Koopa was the one that came out, and, everyone was, and we were just like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. And it was also at that time we were also talking about how like artists are kind of just getting up the rear constantly with deplatforming. And this this was even back then. And this was like 
2015 or something. It was it was that was when when the, the, the big platforming, waves. yeah. yeah. That was that was when it was starting, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, can you believe they they took down such and such's picture because of X content?" Now, now I'm just like, "No, nah, people just get banned." Yeah, it's, this it's was this was content. This was before the Tumblr exodus. This was before uh, multiple platforms were basically like, "Nah, son," to any kind of lewd content. Uh, now it's such a a normal thing that none of us even bat an eyelash. Like, oh, that part that that place has updated their terms of service and we can't do it anymore. Oh, of course, you know, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, it pretty much is. Um, and that's basically what Koopa was born out of, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. cause you guys, the two of you were basically like, fuck it. We'll do it ourselves because no one else yeah. was doing it. Yeah. Um, that, that was, that was basically the gist of how it all happened. It was just cause everybody kept talking about doing it. We tried to convince other people who, who at the time we were like, well, surely admin over at HF, they could do something, you know, they've got a server. I mean, that's no, that's no small thing. And then, you know, we kept doing more research into it and we're like, oh, actually, these guys are kind of checking out. They don't really care about this anymore because they're happy where they are. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, well, what do we do about this? So we just kept talking about it and we just kept conceiving, okay, well, let's create a hosting company. And that hosting company can be for people who do lewd work not so much just straight up actually form, at first yeah. it was just an artist network because if you recall i started my website because i kept getting shot down from all the networks that existed like flaa mm. shot me down hentai united it was a strange thing there was some kind of weird thing and i was like no that's not for me uh slipshine mm -hmm. uh, yeah. i think i even had asked uh ak anime if she wanted to couple up and do something even white devil we were thinking 50 50 you know we'll, we'll both take care of the site but i was just like i'm just gonna do it myself then because fuck everybody okay i'm just gonna do it myself god so many and of these <laughs> these references you're dropping i'm just like now that's a name i've not heard in a long time <laughs> right yeah so it was back then and yeah. uh i just was like you know what i'll just do it myself then so my site came 2013 was when i launched it i think me and uh mike met in 2012 and I wow. was like, I was like, what the fuck? I have no idea what I'm doing. And Mike, I kept asking. I'm like, Mike, can you please help me? He's like, no, dude, no, I can't. I can't do this. I don't want to. So he would like, he referred me to a guy who took my money and ran. Oh. And like, he kept, he just kept trying to, to find a way to distance himself from this entire thing. And I was just like, <laughs> Mike, please, I have nobody else. Wait, wait, wait. Like, when you eventually. say, when you say distance himself, do you just mean like designing the website or do you mean just like. Just helping me. No, just helping me with like IT stuff and hosting and fixing it and, and adding uh, oh. JavaScript stuff. And he just didn't want to be involved. But eventually I think he just felt so sorry for me that he did. <laughs> you wore him down. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, he basically. Kept watching, he kept watching me get taken down by taken advantage by all these other fucks and he's like you know what i i just have to help her oh <laughs> well i i figured out like well there was this one it person i don't know where they came from but i remember you paid them up front and i was just like okay it was like 30 bucks or something not not a lot of money because they were just supposed to do a, like i think it's just a basic wordpress instance they no, had they were they were charging me to install javascript on the server 30 dollars a piece for all these little plugins i needed Ooh, oh yikes. so it was a couple of these things not just yeah multiple. it was a la carte yeah. basically Damn. yeah it was, okay. and well, it turned out that that didn't that wasn't worth 30 dollars mike was like are you kidding me 
Well, I think that well, they were like, you need all this stuff to do the WordPress installation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. And I was, and I literally looked it up. I figured it out and I had it up and running inside of 30 minutes. <laughs> and I just God. read the instructions and I was just like, oh, uh, so I how don't know many, why this took weeks. How many separate $30 charges was this? Mm, a couple hundred bucks worth at least. Fuck. So let's let oh, Jesus Christ. So it's if it's ten, let's say ten separate thirty dollar charges. That and, and and Mike's saying that it only took like thirty minutes to do. This guy was gaming you for ten dollars a minute. That's yeah. like that's like some some late night phone sex money right, right. there. That's from like the early nineties. That's yeah, oh, one nine hundred. <laughs> Yep. You you and want it, this installed? Mm, tell me how you want it installed. Oh, right oh there. Stop, stop. Oh, mm, 84 years. It's been 84, 84 years. 84 years, folks. Okay. <laughs> Sploosh. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, oh God. I, now, now I'm starting to remember other things. Like, also the reason why we're like, dude, we need to get our own payment processor. Like, build our own. Because there was... Zombio. Zombio for you. And these those guys... Uh, in my opinion, uh, you know, liable reasons, they are just a, a scam front. You know, they just, they're just like, we'll pay you maybe. And yeah. that was it. That was basically <laughs> all I did. Yeah. So. I remember and, one paycheck for me took 76 days to come to me. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and what really sucked about this too was his head had, had found a breakaway moment back then. And these guys completely destroyed it. Um... And it's actually the lessons learned from that. We, we figured out ways of buffering that. So like Flux, who came on later, <clears throat> you never you never encountered any of that. Like like his is technically, I think, had to rebuild from zero as far as a user base, at least like what, three times now, man? Oh, yeah. So yeah. just like I like got his... dragged over the coals mm. so that nobody else had to. Yes. Yes. And we documented all that and we figured out new techniques, etc. So this this wouldn't happen. Well, so when. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so by the time you came along, Flux, and and you were technically like the first client slash artist for the 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 Koopa network and, mm -hmm. and hosting, we had already gone through several iterations of this stuff, and 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 already started to refine the process. Now, like fast forward to today, where we got like Queen, and he's just sitting there like, oh. I'm I'm putting in all these hours for you, but it's it's good work. I'm happy, but oh man, it's a lot of hours. I'm just like, buddy. You don't even know what you're doing, okay? <laughs> don't talk to me so, about hours. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because, you know, back in my day, I had to climb <laughs> a 70% grade and 10 feet of snow, and all yeah. I wanted was a cup of milk. You know, no, you know. But... <laughs> well, off I mean, my lawn! You know, Hizzy, w Hizzy went through the thing of being knocked down by these other companies, and then that's, I mean, it, not to derail the, the thing, but... Mm. that's kind of how I met you guys too. Like Hizzy and I vaguely knew each other before, but um, when I got fucked in the ass by PayPal and oh. they shut, shut me down completely, that's when I had my moment of, Oh shit, what am I going to do? You know? Yeah. Cause that was my, that was my income. And I had just moved uh, back from New York city. I was on my own. Um, and this was the only means of supporting myself was just doing commissions and it was hell and um and then that happened and i i was like what what's happening what am i gonna do and then i don't remember how 
Hizzy reached out to me or when, but it was very shortly after that happened. You were confiding in me, saying, I need to, you know, I think I'm just going to have to go get another desk job or something because I, you know, there's no way for me to make money anymore at this. And I was like, hang on, hang on. And I like, I was talking to Mike at that same time. I'm like, Mike, we got to help him. We can't let him go. We can't lose vlogs. We can't lose him. (laughs) And then that's when I asked you, I'm like, well, we're starting a thing, but it's kind of still in works but would you want to come on board with us and be our guinea pig for yeah this? and i was like i mean at this point it's either that or go work a job that i hate and maybe mm-hmm. never get back into art and you're like okay let's let me introduce you to this guy his name is mike and uh we'll see what this, we can do and the rest is history yeah yeah <laughs> let me go get my sales manager i'm sure we can work something out yeah <laughs> I'll I'm introduce a, you to Big Polly. I'm, <laughs> I'm a I'm a little jealous that you guys have like these these uh, very uh, vivid and and specific stories about how you you guys met Hizzy and got into you you know what Hizzy and I's story of how we met is mm-hmm. we don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I know. I think I know. I think it was when I was friends with a person. I think we're not friends with anymore. And then you and Lurker were in the same call with us both. Maybe I I think maybe it was, it it could have been with her. It could have been with, with Dr. Graveling. Could have been. I don't think it was with doc, but even so it's still like, we don't, we don't have like a specific story. (laughs) It's just like, we. it also might've been Ustar an Ustar thing. Maybe, maybe because it's just a, it's, it, it happened. We we kind of came into like there was like a, a an orbit thing, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. her her gravity just I got captured in that orbit, <laughs> and I've just I've just been in there the whole time. And You're no caught in really a tractor knows. beam, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I could remember, and but I've it obviously was not a memorable moment. <laughs> oh. I kind of wonder if that's how everyone is when when they meet me. They're like, oh, I kind of know that guy. How did I meet him? How did, <laughs> well, I how did meet you him? meet these YouTubers? Like, what the fuck? It's it's funny actually. Uh, so at one point we were we were they they were doing uh, this isn't how I met them, but they were doing Halo, and I'm just watching fucking Eddie Burback stream, and I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, we need someone else. So I was like, I'll play, and he he mentions on a thing. He says like in the stream, he says to other people, they're like, hey man, you guys. You guys remember Ren? And they're like, uh, sort of, kind of. He's like, he wants to play Halo. And they're like, uh, sure, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, all right, yeah, let's do it. But before that, I I don't know, actually. I, I'm not really sure. It could have been through Amanda. It could have been through Donovan. I don't really right, know. Right place, right time, basically. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but that's just, I'm kind of, I get captured in, in the, the gravity of other people's, you know, whatever you you call it and i just kind of it's weird i don't know it's <laughs> all right it's very it's a very strange experience for me uh mike i know i met through hizzy i know that one for sure mm-hmm. um flux i'm pretty sure you're the same i think i met you through hizzy as well yeah but... i met you when you first came on board Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, hey, fresh meat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I knew your work, but I, I hadn't actually met you until until yeah. that point. And I think that's that's been the case with everybody in Koopa. I don't think there's anyone who came on who I knew prior to them, them coming Same, on. yeah. I had, I had seen Jang's work before. 
but I didn't know, you know, we had never spoken. Um, yeah, like I, I didn't know Deson, and it's weird because Deson and I are kind of actually within the same, uh, like if you if you're being super generic, we're kind of in the same bubble, uh, as far as like what audiences we have. Like a lot of our audiences are the same people, mm. uh, and yet we we had never interacted at all. <laughs> so it's strange. You two came on pretty shortly within this uh, about the same time span yeah, he, if i'm not he mistaken was, he was within a year of me i think yeah. within a year well what can okay. i say i bring i bring people together you bring all the boys to the yard oh boy <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck i could 84 years 84 years <laughs> i could go for a milkshake though not gonna uh, lie <laughs> well i could i could That's teach you but I, i'd have to charge Mm. (laughs) but how how much we talk in here uh... it's a five dollar milkshake it's a good fucking milkshake (laughs) it's a good fucking milkshake right there (laughs) all right so back to back to our guest back to mike um who who? (laughs) um so we know why koopa became why it came around and it's come a super long way. I mean, as you said, it's been like yeah. uh, six or seven. Years. So it's been 84 years in the making. It's a, it's an American institution now. Well, American <laughs> and Canadian. Uh, we're, Canadian. we're a multinational. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to make it sound all impressive, right? Koopa I mean, is technically Canadian. It's, on it's paper, you guys, it you really guys from America and me and Mike from Canada. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maine, Canada. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Tie that shit back in. But, uh... So, do you want to go into... Maybe not the super technicalities, but, like, do you want to give, like, a general overview of what Koopa offers? Because, I mean, Hizzy and I could talk about it all day, but it's not going to be the same kind of, like, uh, terminology or whatever. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give people a little bit of the background. Um... Of, of where I'm from, so it, it kind of adds a little context to it. Sure. So I've been basically doing IT in one form or another for about the better part of like 17 years now. I, I got into it young, still doing it, and I very much tried a little bit of everything. <coughs> uh, when I first got started, um, I did the salary route. Found that that was not for me uh, because I was making a crap ton of money for other people, and I was just asking for a little bit in return and they're like yeah sure and then i made that super profitable and then the marketing team got mad and they took it away um so i was just like yeah i'm done goodbye um then i i started freelance i when i started out in freelance it's it's really hard to transition that's that's almost the like the artist equivalent from from saying hey i'm i'm just going from commissioning and i'm now going to do like a member site and you're doing it cold turkey it's really hard because you got to get people to know who you are right in order to get clients get business so that happened i i made a whole bunch of connections helped a bunch of people do help desks like startup help desks. so i built a help desk so i'm already familiar from the ground up of like what do you do starting from nothing right and and then piecing things together um, then I started working, uh, with a bunch of other clients and a couple fortune 500s I, I worked with on the side. People don't know the, the certificates and stuff. I'm not going to go into it. Cause it's not bragging. It's more like security stuff, but that allowed me to, to have access to a whole bunch of, uh, context I shouldn't have. 
You know, kind of like how Ren is just in it with everybody because he's just like, you know, Ren, that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah I know Ren. Yeah. Well, it, it, it was the same thing in IT spaces. So I had access to, to things in government. I had access to different data centers. I had I, like, like, let me put it this way. Um, I know where uh, throughout Southwestern and parts of, of Northern uh, New York, NYC, I know exactly where all of Amazon's data center points are for, for Twitch. So you so, know where they buried Jimmy Hoffa, is what you're saying. Yeah, basically, basically. The, the point <laughs> is, is I'm in spitting distance of their hardware, and if they knew that, I'm sure they wouldn't like it. Um, but the but the point is, is that I've, I've seen what everybody has done in the past. There's this veil of, hey, it's Twitch. It's so big. It's so powerful. How can it, how can you ever compete with something like that? But then when you're actually there on the floor, so to speak, of a data center, and you're looking in there, and you're just seeing a handful of, server racks with i know that equipment i know what that is oh that's not actually all that powerful and you know that this is what's driving the beast so to speak over at twitch you're just like you know what i could actually do this myself well i i this isn't as scary like you, you just need some good programmers and that's the thing i didn't have so that fast forward to koopa and what we can do i take all that combination of that knowledge all that, those different things I managed to figure out a way of figuring out what's important, what's not. Take away the sales pitch crap and what's just important for artists to get going. Um, and that is, I need a place, I need a website. That's the basics, right? So hosting. Mm -hmm. But that's not enough. You also need to know how to market your, your stuff. So so I needed to, to be able to also say, well, Koopa will also help you with the data side of things. So when somebody says, hey, who's your SEO guy? You know, like, who's your social media guy? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows any of that. So I was like, okay, well, let's let's piece all this together in professional services. So Koopa also offers professional services, but we build it into our price. That's the one thing that people don't know. Whereas everybody else is like, hey, man, uh, we're going to charge you a percentage of, of revenue yeah, or all that stuff. People, oh, go ahead. People are always like, oh, my God, 110 a month. I can just go to GoDaddy for $20 a month. I'm like, yeah, yeah and, you'll, and you'll be breaking GoDaddy's terms of service and eventually they'll nuke you. I well, mean, no, not, not that, but you, <clears throat> you, you don't, you're not getting anything else except space on a server. Nobody's going to help yeah. you with anything. It's, Nobody's going to give you contacts or connections to anything. It's, that it's the yeah. virtual equivalent of someone handing you a hard drive and being like, good luck. Like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Like, have you're, fun. <laughs> you're handed, you're handed ten percent of the available tools and said, "Good luck, douchebag." Yeah, Whereas when you go to, you know, when you join this, we have fucking people and we have a pool of knowledge and we have tools already built in. And if we don't have something that you need on your site, we can fucking get it. Yeah, nine nine times out of ten, with no cost to the artist because it's already built into what you're paying. Yeah, like so. a, a lot of people don't know about like what HTML5 is. I'm not going to go into the technical bore everybody, but everyone just goes like, hey, I heard Nucrons can do HTML5 video. And I'm like, everyone can do HTML5. What are you talking about? Yeah. And everyone's Remember like, what when you Picardo mean? used to say, oh, you can't stream in HTML5. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and literally the next like the next day, Lion had pieced something together and it was transcoding through our servers yeah, huh? and, <laughs> and, and doing all that on HTML5. And I was just like, well, that kind of just killed that theory right there, didn't it? Mm. Um, so, so, yeah, basically you come to us with your business requirements and we can tell you if we can immediately implement it or if we're going to have to do research and, and get get in, the, in touch with the right people because we've built a roster of other people that that work with koopa so i guess you could say koopa certified i i, I don't know 
you want to go that route. But basically, people who we work with, we vetted, and we know that they're going to take care of the situation for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like a human network component of of resources, like you know, information, tactical, whatever. So, like one of the things that Koopa has always run into, and on the on the IT side, and I, I don't mind sharing this with everybody, is storage. Storage is a pain in the butt. The reason why is because it is the most expensive thing. Because if you're doing a data center correctly, you need to have redundancy. So if if X dies, the show doesn't come to a grinding halt. Everything keeps going. And that basically means whatever the cost is, double it. That's basically the rule. Well, I don't like that. I don't believe in that. So I've always done a lot of extra research on the side, the stuff that you guys never see, because it's just like, oh, God, what is what is this techno mumbo jumbo that that you know, Mike's talking about it's I don't I can't follow him. Well, I'm I'm in there. I'm trying to figure these these ideas and solutions out and also trying to make sure that now that we're making games in Koopa because of Koopa Studios, I'm just like, dude, we can't like lose months worth of data. So we have our own cloud storage solution using open source stuff. Um, and, and it's not open to the general public, obviously, but we've been doing it so that we can collaborate and coordinate in, in game production. Well, meanwhile, everybody else is, is still using like Google, uh, Dropbox, and, and they're in violation of the terms and conditions. And I'm just like, dude, you could lose your entire project and you're gonna have to start from ground one, you know, which has zero. happened to multiple people. This is not just, you know, yes. the sky is falling like this has yes. already happened. So, yes, yes. And, and just imagine the perfect shitstorm that will eventually happen because this this is going to happen. It's not a question of it. It's a question of when. Imagine one of these Patreons that makes like something ridiculous, like $30,000 a month. And then they have to make the post saying, guys, we don't have any backups and and, and everything just got nuked by X. Right. And now they're going to start over from scratch. Dude, people are going to lose their minds when something like that happens. They're going to be like, well, you gave you all this money. Why weren't you, you know, can't you just get like a freaking USB drive and plug it in? You know, like you're just going to have everybody just their heads are going to explode. And that is something that that we have always been consistently trying to do over on our side, especially with Koopa, is make it so that those situations don't happen. Like we experimented even back in the day before we had any of these other things, because I was just like, Flux, you guys are the bread and butter when it comes to trying to make the the, the money of this situation. We need to have proper local backups for you guys. What happens if your computer dies? What happens if your, if your, if your hard drive goes, because they go as you know, flux flux. I think you, you and I, when we were talking about like what a computer upgrade back in 2016, 16, you were just like, yeah, you're just like, I don't know what this hard drive, man, this thing's kind of, you know, and, and it, it turned into one of those conversations where, Every artist that I've ever spoken with has always told me about, oh, yeah, I've had a lot of art from this year to this year, this period. It's just gone because I had a hard drive die. And I'm just like, wow, how many things just don't exist anymore because it was on a hard drive? You know yeah, what as, I mean? As it's a matter gone. of fact, everything, <clears throat> with very few exceptions, I have a little bit of stuff from back in college that I had burned to CD because that was the standard wow. back then. But yeah. like, I have some of that backed up. But there is a period of time between when I graduated college up to about 2013 that most of that work is just fucking gone forever. I, yeah. I actually found an external hard drive from when I was in college like last week. 
So I found this tiny hard drive from college a, a week ago, and I opened it up, took a look around inside of it. It's got a lot of my old animation stuff and a lot of old projects from like the first couple years of school and shit like that. And I actually wished that it had been destroyed. <laughs> oh, <no>. Why? <laughs> well, Mike was saying like, can you, can, do you, how much stuff do you think is out there? It's just gone now. And I'm like looking at all my old work. Like, I wish this was gone now. (laughs) (laughs) I just wish it was gone forever. It's like I I hit it. I found it in a closet down in the basement behind some other stuff. And I found this thing and I was like, oh, man, I didn't hide this good enough. (laughs) I'm going to have to try harder next time to fool future me. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Why not just throw it out if you want it gone? I was going to say as as. After this, he's going to run over to the local Home Depot and buy a wood chipper for some reason. <laughs> just throw a hard drive in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, as far Throw as, like, I was, I was really surprised when I was in school how many people didn't have external hard drives or backups or... Uh, or, or anything, really. That's, they, they basically would show up to class and be, like, doing their thing they do the thing in class and then someone would be like, oh yeah, for your homework. And they're like, well, how do we get it home? And it's like, what? Well, what, what's, I don't understand your question. How do you get your homework home? Like, and they didn't have like USB drives. So you did get a bunch of students who would leave the room and come back having bought like super overpriced uh, USB drives from the school store. Of course. And, and it would be like the first I want to say month of any term is just people trying to figure out the technical difficulties of getting something from home to school. And part of that is going, you know, from, from Mac to PC or, you know, our, our good friends at Adobe, uh, fucking yeah. things up for everybody. But, um, you don't say yeah, yeah. Adobe fucking things up for artists. No, <laughs> but I mean, a good chunk of it was, uh, was just people not understanding like the, the tech side of what it was that they, they needed to be doing. Um, mm. and, and uh, I don't, I don't think I was going anywhere with that. I think I was just kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, where are we going? What are we doing? I think I was so just kind of going off of what Mike was saying about how like a lot of people don't really understand, you know, they don't, mm. they don't really don't you really need backups. Yeah, you do. You need uh, you, you need backups. But here's here's the thing. I'm gonna have to shit on. I'm gonna have to shit on Ren's parade a little bit. That's not a backup, dude. That's just I'm trying to transport something from A to B. <laughs> no, I have an actual backup. I have an actual backup here. Uh, that was just for for school stuff, trying to get it. But I mean, as far as backups go, that uh, again, that was an issue that they had where they didn't understand that um, you had to have something for that. People would come in and use an excuse like, oh, my computer crashed during rendering this fucking whatever thing in Maya. And the teacher would be like, well, what about your backup? They'd be like, my what? Sorry. It's not an excuse. Mm -hmm. It's not an excuse for this thing to have crashed and you not have. Now, if you had something where it was like, oh, my apartment was on fire. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, but, that's, yeah. but if you're just lazy and you didn't make backups, sorry, man, that's an F. You F for fucked. But you've learned you. a valuable lesson in the process. Yeah. Well, I mean, many people haven't apparently because it's, it's a common occurrence, man. Like I, I, I can go through forums. I can go after different art, like, like places, even like even art station. 
where they'll say, I had a major drive crash. I'm sorry, guys. I lost all the work. Like, that summed up is, is kind of like it in a nutshell. But now, imagine people working on much bigger projects, like big animation projects, stuff that they've put, like, months of time and effort. They've hired a voice actor, actress, whatever, a uh, music guy for all this stuff, and now it's just gone. So now you got some real money, some real production that's just gone. And, and that's not a that's not just an amateur thing either. I mean, there's been like fucking movie studios over the years that just lose all their shit. There's been game studios like the original uh, the original first three Silent Hill games worked on Konami, the good ones back in the day mm -hmm. when they released their HD collection, which is a flaming pile of garbage. It was a flaming pile of garbage because they didn't actually store their files correctly back when they made the games in the uh, late 90s and early 2000s, and their shit got corrupted, and half the assets for those games got fucked. Oh so when God. they when Konami, this new team of people came in, and they're like, I don't understand what the old guard did. I don't know how they got these assets. They're gone. Yeah. We just have to get this together. And meanwhile, the, the execs that are heading the project are just like, I don't care. You're getting it out by this date. Make it happen. We don't care how you do it, but make it happen. And, you know, the devs on their end are like, uh, uh, OK, well, we have such a very limited amount of time. Let's just shit this out and get it out onto the, the shelves. And the, the, the HD collections were famously horrible. Um, so basically, if anybody wanted the the full experience for the first three Silent Hill games, you either had to have the original discs or I guess maybe emulate them. And that's it. So like, it's a little bit of tangent, but basically, yeah, backups, back your shit up, people. It sounds like a pain in the ass, but you're going to save yourself so much time and frustration. Well, and uh, there's, a, there's yeah. another part, too, that a lot of people we were talking about it earlier with like platforms and shit like that is the same thing kind of applies to the platforms that people are posting on because they don't think of it as being um, like hard drive or storage. They don't think of it as being a place where you have stuff, but there's a lot of that stuff where if you were to have your account deleted and you were only posting on say Twitter, it's gone. Like you're, you're going to have to start over. Uh, if you have it on your hard drive, great, but you still have to start over. Um, you doing it as you go is a much better way to do it. But um, I was, ha I was having this conversation with my wife the other day, um, because I was, I was talking about, you know, my own, you know, personal artistic struggles and, um, audience and all this other shit. And she was like, well, maybe you should, you know, stop being so stubborn and do more fan art. And I'm like, well, there's, there, that's a fine line that you got to walk because just last week, four artists that I know of mm. got hit by Nintendo. Mm, or someone you know, claiming to be Nintendo. Or some, yeah, someone claiming to be Nintendo seems more likely. But four artists I know last week got hit, and one of them was like 200,000 followers or some yeah, shit like that. I know who and, you're talking about. Yeah, just gone. You know, it's just yeah. like no, no recourse, no nothing. Gone. And it's like, there's not much you can do about that. That's so, unless you bring you're posting up, your own stuff. And, and, yeah, and that, I mean, okay, perfect segue. I wanted to yep. launch into this just a little bit. And Mike, you can come in and tell the specifics because I know I'm going to butcher this. But for the uh, for the layman that's listening to this, the people who are not IT, I know there's going to be some people listening that are like, I don't even know what the fuck hosting is. What do you mean when you're talking about hosting? 
So there are multiple layers of things going on on the internet when you post content. So let's take uh, let's take Twitter or let's, let's take Tumblr. Pretend we're in pre-nuke era Tumblr where not safe for work stuff was allowed before before what was it the the yahoo takeover and then the verizon takeover so you post you make a post on tumblr and you're you attach a picture to it and you say hello world this is my picture it's lewd how do you like it you post it to them now it's up to that website and their terms of service to tell you whether or not that's allowed if you're in violation of their terms of service then they have the right to go ahead and knock the, uh, delete your post and more likely delete you from their platform. Yeah. But it goes beyond that because the website themselves isn't the host. They are hosted usually by a separate company. The host also has their own terms of service, which says mm -hmm. whatever sites that they host, this is the content you are allowed to have and this is what you're not allowed to have. So even if Tumblr didn't do what they did whoever hosts tumblr's content whether it's cloudflare or you know one of those big companies they also have a say in what you can do why we yeah. constantly harp about hosting and how important it is to have a host who allows your content and encourages it is because we had to deal with all this shit over the years and finally that's what you and hizzy said enough we'll just do it ourselves because no one else wants to step up and do this shit Hokupa is the host. So when we say we host our own content, we don't just mean, oh, this website tells you in our terms of service that you can do this, but somebody owns us and they can tell us what to do. No, you physically own the racks of servers that our stuff is stored on. So no one can come along and actually say, get rid of this. It's yeah. impossible. It would take a exactly. fucking international law to be passed for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that that was also one of the things that made Koopa really uh, appealing to some people in the, uh, back in the day too because mm. of the the Patriot Act because because the, the Canadian business which means it's not subject to US law so that means they can't just come in and take your servers because the Patriot Act actually had a clause saying not we suspect X so we're just going to go into the data center unhook your cables and literally walk off with your servers. If it was they stored in America, clauses. you're saying. Yeah. 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 If, if it was in the, the U.S. or U.S. territories. Um, so that scared the hell out of a lot of businesses. Um, but yes, you're, you're, you're right, folks. Like one of the problems with with how everything has, has been done over the over the course of years is, is that many companies like um, we'll be an example, like DigitalOcean, for example, we'll use DO for an example. Um, you are working with DigitalOcean as a customer, okay? You assume that they own their own stuff. But what actually ends up happening in many cases is, is that companies, when they're first starting out, because hard drives, like I said in the beginning, like storage, is really, really expensive. So what they do is they'll say, well, let's just lease some storage from somebody else, like, a, like Amazon or whatever. You may not be dealing with a policy over at DigitalOcean. You may be dealing with a policy over at Amazon, who you are not the direct customer of. They're a customer by proxy, so they ain't going to listen to you. So if the data is seized or purged or I didn't whatever, know they, they seized uh, space, or seized, not uh, leased. 
I didn't know they leased space like that. I didn't know that. Well, was I'm just using DigitalOcean as an example, just a name, right? Mm -hmm. Like they, they, they have a bunch of their own infrastructure. Well, what I mean that, is so I, I didn't know it was a thing, period. Yeah. That someone would be like, oh, we're selling uh, hosting, but we're actually leasing it from someone else. So you're actually have to be in compliant with their crap. Yes. Not just oh out. <laughs> Sorry. So it's I it's so. not just not just <laughs> their me. policies, but someone else's as well. That's insane. It was me. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, but um, yeah, the 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 thing that that's even more crazy about this uh, rent is this has happened before. There's been guys who are on Microsoft's Azure platform, which is also cloud hosting, and they have actually sent notices to these other host these these other hosting companies even though they're not technically doing it they're just providing virtual servers saying yeah this content isn't allowed and if you do not get rid of this one client immediately we'll nuke you and all your operations so when when you're a business and you've got all these other clients and liability right because you get sued if you suddenly just turn off the tap because you've got a contract you've got agreements suddenly now microsoft is leaning in and saying uh do as I, we say otherwise we'll nuke you from orbit so these companies just say okay it's just that one client oh well goodbye and that's it Jeez. and and sometimes then people will be like but we didn't violate your policy well you did by proxy and nobody understands that and they're just like oh this this you know the censorship is getting out of control and i'm like no the the, the problem is is that you got to know who owns what yes and the problem is is that most of these businesses because they're worried about getting hacked or security, they they've gotten away with this for such a long time. Um, this this like you know three three Monty you know three uh, three card money uh, of moving around where where data and stuff actually resides because of security concerns. So what is that? What is this is allowed? Is, is this blind spot to form? And so nobody actually knows who owns what or if it's a lease or, or something else. So the only way that you can absolutely know this for certain is if you say to them, do you own your own physical servers that and licenses? That kind of creates that weird feedback loop too that uh, PayPal and Visa MasterCard do with uh, <laughs> shit too, where they're yeah. just like, oh, it's not our policy, it's their policy. And then, oh, no, no, it's not us, it's yours policy. And, and then it's, everyone just kind of like gives up. You know, yeah, because oh, there's not there is no solution. There's no way yeah. they're going to either one of them is going to accept responsibility. They don't want to look yeah. bad. So. Yeah, and that's that's also one of the reasons why Koopa's been working on Coupe because I found I've been digging deep as to what's real and what's not, what's opinion, what's not, what's policy, what's law, and Visa and Mastercard have to follow national laws. So what does that mean? It means if there is one law in the U.S., another law in Canada, then it means you don't do certain types of processing in the U.S. You only do it in Canada. Right. And you route the transactions accordingly. I'm not going to go into any further detail than that because yeah. I don't want to give anybody <laughs> ideas. But yeah. the, the, the point I'm trying to say is um, that's what I've done. That's what I've been doing for Coupa and these other places is I take a look at these systems and I say, how can something go wrong? How can something break down? How can somebody lose revenue, their data, whatever? Just just lump it in all together. That's partly what I have done in the business is I just take a look at these systems. Like back in 2017, 
I was trying to sound the alarm saying, guys, Patreon, this is not good. This is going to get a lot worse very quickly at the rate how things are going. Nobody believed me. So I, I literally I literally turned into Chicken Little in many people's minds. And then it started happening. And then Twitter uh, and then then uh, Twitter started getting censorious with some of this stuff and, and shadow banning and uh, not safe for work. And it was only after some major shifting of, of perception in this area did people start really taking it seriously. It wasn't until about 2019 that everyone's just like, man, I guess I actually kind of got to look into getting my own website or whatever, because I could lose everything. And I, but meanwhile, myself, his, everybody here, we've all been like, no, that's always been the thing. It's just everybody has been running on the assumption that they're too small to be noticed. Even though everybody right. is like Google's keep saying, hey, man, we're building algorithms. We're building algorithms. Like a, a lot of the conversations that I have with, with YouTubers, because they do occasionally get referred to me, is because they're worried about it, too. They're like, well, what do I do about my back catalog? I'm like, just back it up. Here's a plugin. Get a website. They'll auto put this. One guy came to me and they're like, hey, you guys got a podcast, right? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, how do you upload to Spotify? And I'm like, you don't. And they're like, what? And I'm like, it doesn't work that way. You don't do direct uploads. You've got to upload it to a server. And then the server communicates with Audacity. And all these are not on Audacity, sorry, Spotify. And, and goes ahead and pushes it that way. And they were like, how the hell am I supposed to know all this? And I'm like, they have a frequently asked questions page, man. You just read. It explains it. And But they're like, yeah, but I don't know how to set up a server. And I'm like, well, that's why you're talking to me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I see what you're saying. And they were like, well, what if I don't want to have to pay hosting? And I was like, you could do this on a Raspberry Pi. Like one of those little tiny $40 computers. You just got to set it up as a server and, and get it authenticated because Spotify doesn't know. They don't know what what's talking to them, right? Just as long as it's it's set up in a certain way, it can be done in a certain way. Um, so that's also one of the other big problems is like what Hizzy was saying, like 110 bucks a month. Uh, and I'm like, yes, but you're also paying for support uh real-time backups yeah real-time backups storage all these things all these extra resources you know like also access to our time you know i mean at the end of the day we also got to pay ourselves something for the work we're trying to do so if you take a look at some of these other places like once upon a time um hentai foundry since we talked about they're on soft layer soft layer is owned by ibm now, do you really think IBM is going to be all that happy knowing that they have a place where, you know, a lot of hentai stuff is going on? No, they're not. And even they realized that and they moved. That's the reason why I can say who their host was. But the thing is, is that most people don't actually bother to take the the look at, at where they're setting up shop. I mean, like, if this is your money, if this is how you're going to get through, uh, like, good times and bad. Shouldn't you figure out where what neighborhood you're you're setting up your stock your, your story I, before you I just open the doors? I feel like in our particular sphere, in 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 our uh, our industry or whatever, you know, not safe for work artists. I feel like a lot of us take the approach of, I'll just do this and pray it goes well, without knowing how it goes, how it's going to go, who owns what. Where, uh, you know, I haven't followed the money trail to know who owns this thing or where my storage is, blah, blah, blah. It's basically spray and pray. Throw my shit out there and pray to God that doesn't get taken down. 
And then when it does get taken down, a lot of those people are like, I can't believe it. You guys, (laughs) look what happened. Can you believe this injustice that has happened to me? And I'm like, yes, of course I can believe it. Huh? How could they do this to us? (laughs) Yeah. Like, haven't you been paying attention? Of course I believe it. (laughs) It's happened before and it will happen again. Well, this 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 is the thing that that I that I've always said to like Hizzy and you guys. I'm just like, I am I'm here to figure out a bunch of the business part of it, right? And I can tell you that businesses, they don't. It's not a moral thing. It's not like ew boobies. You know, it's it's nothing like that. What it is is they the businesses assess things from the point of risk. And the problem is is that there are people who are like ew boobies, and they are really loud and obnoxious, and that <laughs> then turns into business risk. I think so, Bunk was saying something about that the other day. Like, you can have 100 people in a room. 99 of them are not going to have a problem with, with boobies. But one of them, that person's going to be very and loud. And that person's very loud. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. And to those people, all I say is, don't go there. It, it, don't go there. It's as simple as that. You don't have to worry about it. You can mute. You can follow. There's, so long as there's a tool that's, that allows you to say, not for me. You shouldn't have a problem with it, but they do. And they continuously get more and more upset about these things. And I'm just like, guys, look, like, you know, the, the, the old, the, 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 the one meme that everyone's just like, oh, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. The internet. Uh, and I'm just like, yes, but you don't need to be on the internet in those, in those areas in those spaces. Nobody's forcing you to do this. Right. It like, it's the same thing like saying, Hey man, I'm going to Twitter and I keep seeing like, anime porn in, in my stream and i'm like that's because you've been clicking on anime porn <laughs> yeah I'm, it's it's you know twitter the algorithm has, is there for a reason and yeah, if it, it has thinks that lot. you like anime porn it's because you've been looking at anime yeah. porn they have a yes. they have a lot now, that they decide in there for you it's yeah. it's part part of that process i have some artists where i'm like i know for a fact that i'm following this fucking artist why haven't I seen anything from them lately? But I, you know, I'll be using TweetDeck and I'll see like it pop up in activity or yeah. in someone's likes. And I'll go to the, yep, still following them. And then Twitter has this other fucking little bug, which is the unfollow bug, which I only, uh, only recently discovered. I had someone kind of walk me through how it works. The, the whole unfollow bug where you could just spontaneously not be following someone anymore. Um, and there's, there's ways that people can soft block you and shit like that. And it's all, all of these tools, all of the way that it works is just, it's, it's never explained. And that's the other thing too, about like shadow banning too, is some people get shadow banned just because the algorithm picks up on you posting too much. It's not yeah. even necessarily like, oh, what you posted. It's like, wow, you posted a lot of shit in 15 minutes you might be a bot, you might be something that we need to, so they'll just kind of set you aside, you know, give you a little time out and tell <laughs> you that you can, you can come back in an hour and it's, it sucks, but none of that shit is explained and it not being explained is, is detrimental to how everybody operates, how the yes. whole community functions. Yeah. But Brent, that comes down to the question of people don't know this so how do you know this so that's also another reason why you go and you talk to people at a place like Koopa or places like like where other artists are is so that you can learn these things there is this weird concept that people think they know a thing until they're blindsided by it and I'm like yeah but but if you know other people are being impacted by this why aren't you looking into it because you could be also impacted by this you know 
it's that weird misconception. It's kind of like um, you hear a story about a guy who doesn't take care of his car and his car breaks down. And then you're surprised that when you're not taking care of your car, it breaks down. It's just like, no, that's it. That's a warning. That's telling you, like, that's life telling you, look, there's there's something that could happen here. It is worth looking into. Um, I mean, it's not the most sexy analogy, but I mean, it's the same thing <laughs> like the hard drive situation, man. How many artists' drives have died over the years before people are going to say, man, you know, I should be taking some 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 basic backups. And as and then as you're shifting into a, a business, building games, things of that nature, you should have these little devices like I sent to, to, to Flux and Hizzy back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're, and they're just, just little QNAP NAS units. And all they are is, is this little tiny low power server. And all it does is it just has hard drives and it pulls the data off of your computer. And it's not going to the cloud or anything else like that. It's just there on the side. Mine and the reason... Well, that's because you turned that off, but yeah, that, that's a whole other conversation. But oh, the, yeah, you, you, yeah, we could turn it back oh, on once we figure out the whole your, why your PC crashes constantly situation before we add oh, yeah. anything else. But the thing that I just wanted to point out here is, is that that's always been an option. Like I remember talking to Doc Graveling. Remember that when when he came up to Seattle at one time, his we all met up, and he was he was saying how his brother set up a server for him so that that didn't happen to him. So. It's not like this is an is a new thing. It's just it's gotten easier with time, right? You can go out, you can buy these devices, and they do the backups for you, which means you're not going to forget. It's not like oh, I got like thirty thumb drives. Which thumb drive do I know? You, no, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. It does it for you, so you're never going to miss it. So if your hard drive dies, if your system implodes on itself, or if you're unlucky like cyber, and for some reason your landlady decides to do amateur plumbing and kills your PC, <laughs> um, you're okay, right? And that's also the reason why having like cloud backups are also good because nobody wants to have their main art computer doing all these weird backups and pushing to the cloud storage devices. Well, this little desktop computer, this little server can do it for you. So it doesn't is, choke out your resources. Which is what we set it up to do on my end. Um, yes. Every And we've set it up in such a way that I don't, like you said, it's all automated. So I never have to mess with this. Um, it's set to, I think it's like 3 a.m. every day. It just immediately uh, sends whatever current iteration of uh, storage is on its drives locally here in my house. Uh, it backs all of that up to our own servers. Again, we own the servers. So, uh, and that sends it over the internet every single night at like 3 a.m. So even if the worst were to happen, if a tree fell on my house, which is a very real possibility. That almost happened. Yeah, that, well, it kind of did happen. It just took out my deck instead of my actual roof. But um, if a tree fell on my house, if a fire started, if I lose the physical NAS unit here at my house, I'm still not screwed. Because there's a redundancy for my redundancy, and that is our own our, our servers on the web. So sounds like paranoia. It you know what well, you know why? Because shit has gone down, and I have lost so much <laughs> shit over the years. So yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's the thing is is that you even if you're not using like Koopa as an example, you know, you could still there's other services out there like Backblaze. Like I know this this just these are names to most people, but the point I'm saying is is that. There are solutions that people can can use, and they're genuine backups. 
don't be a guy who who has a billion external hard drives and doesn't know what's on which and how many of them are working or not. You know, um, there's this one guy who I know who's a pain in the ass. I'm not going to name his name, but he was right. He told me, you don't have a backup. And I was just like, what do you mean I don't have a backup? I've got it right here. I did it. And he's like, yes, but you made the backup. Don't you understand that? Like, you made the backup, which means that if the, the, the time that you forget will be the time that something goes wrong. And then that's just gone and you'll be pissed. And I was just like, okay, I guess he's got a point. And he's just like, and you've already spent the money because you've got the storage. So just automate it. That's it. Just automate it. Yeah. It's simple. And I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. I'll do it. And and since then, I haven't backed away from that stance because he was right. I've I've been saved. Others have been saved. Game projects that, that Koopa's been helping with, like we've been working with the Critical Bliss guys, they've been saved by this a couple times. Cyber has been saved by this now. <laughs> I mean, just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean that it won't. And and there's a higher instance of this the longer you do art. That's it. You know? Yep. That's it. Essentially, so, whoever's listening to this, if you... If you don't already have storage solutions and hosting solutions and stuff, feel free to reach out to us and any of us, even if it's just me. I don't have the technical knowledge, but I'll point you to either his or Mike and they will be able to help you. But one way or the other, you know, uh, reach out to us. If this sounds like it's not for you, but you still need some solution, there are other things out there I'm sure you could find with research and whatnot. But bottom line, have a plan. Don't just go into this, like I said before, by the seat of your pants and just throwing your stuff onto the internet and then praying that nothing bad will happen to you because it's going to happen eventually. It has happened to every one of us. Yep. So don't, I, I think, don't be that I think guy. that's, that's probably a, a good thought for us to, to wrap up to on. cap up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, you know, fix your shit. Yeah. <laughs> fix, fix your shit. And if you get sticker shock from, from these little devices, Know that you can also put stuff like Flex on there and have your own private Netflix so that you can always justify it. Don't mm -hmm. don't rationalize your way out of, of something that's going to save your butt. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Well, Mike, thank you so much for being here. Finally, we're getting a, a decent recording <laughs> that, that won't fail. Don't fucking jinx it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> knock on wood, knock on wood. Don't, it's not over. And uh, this won't be the last time for sure that we have you on here uh, because there's a lot of fun projects coming down the pike which you have alluded to but um we'll talk more about those when they when they get further along is that Would fair to fix say any day now yeah. Would it yeah fix any day now oh yeah. yeah for anyone listening they're like what the hell is that that's a it's a game we're we're publishing a new game coming out by cyber unique called food fix and it's going First to steam official real real hentai fuda game on steam for real, real, not for play, play, not for play, go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you play for real, but <laughs> not for play, play. Yeah, we should Stop. just cut the podcast there. That's a good ending. Stop. No, go on with this. I want to see where this goes. Let's <laughs> uh, just cut it off there. It'll be hilarious. Oh, down the rabbit hole we go. Uh, speaking of which, we will have Cyber Unique on here sometime soon too, as well, and he'll talk in more depth about the game in question. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, guys. Well, take care. And uh, for you listeners, thank you for listening. And we'll, right. we'll catch you next time. All right. See you later.